I've have this habit now where when it, it started with COVID, it may have started before COVID. Well, that's when we really started doing a bunch of Zoom meetings mm-hmm. where just scroll around. My attention span in the meeting, I could focus for like 15 minutes. I'm telling you, man, it is tough. It's changing then, our brains. And then I just open up Twitter or Instagram Something, or, yeah. <laughs> or art the station. Reels. I just scroll through while yeah, I watch we're on disc a golf tournaments while we're talking. That's why I like <laughs> the, the, the reels have melted our brains. I, I, we are not letting my son watch the shorts anymore. Cause it, we, cause otherwise they zone out all day. Well, and it's making him quick. Like all of a sudden it's, we noticed his ability to watch a movie, like even a movie that is gone, a good yeah. movie is gone. Like he's like, like after 20 or 30 minutes, he's just like, okay, well I could go in with this thing. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> this, yeah. that clip was like two minutes long. Why don't they cut? So, <laughs> All you got to do is watch. Remember how good the first Aliens was? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put it on and you, Ridley Scott, you will not believe how long those scenes are. Oh, I know. How paste it is. Oh, oh you watch, watch The Shining or or any old movie like that. They, no kid they just could watch stay those on today. somebody. Yeah. The camera's not moving at all. There's and we no just music. ate it up. We just ate it's it up. It's true. I was not sick. Not a big deal back um, then. Yeah. I was sick in bed last month. And in a rare move, I actually watched four movies. It was a quadruple feature back to back. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't do anything else. Let's turn on another movie. And I watched all like classic movies. So it was anything before like 1965. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I was, there's some, like I was watching a Hitchcock film and I was like, okay, we could have cut like one minute uh-huh. earlier. <laughs> like that scene just <laughs> kept going. Uh-huh. Uh, but there is something nice, like that slower pace. There's something well, nice about the other thing is they didn't have to compete for our watching minutes. No. So you, so they're like, the, you paid your money, you came to the movie. Right. We got you. And we yeah. don't even care if you stay. <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree money. with Will. And I think I do think it is changing people's brains. I mean, like my son, when he's not watching shorts, he's watching he's watching some of those recorded people playing games he's watching other people play games mm-hmm. and then so that screen is small on the tv screen and then and then there's another guy commenting on that guy's gameplay yeah and everyone's yelling for some reason at the whole time right. oh my god I can't believe he did that and then the game is oh, you know, walking yeah. through the game and like yeah. it's bizarre. no they, there's a meme now where where it's like oh yeah if you want to uh if you want to keep a gen z's attention uh and it's like the, the you know, there's like a running game where they're like getting coins or whatever while they're uh-huh. running, while there's a, a little shorter video on the same screen of like somebody cutting Play-Doh, you know, like, the, <laughs> you know, the sensory stuff. Satisfaction And then there's video. like, yeah. And then there's like the content that, you know, they want you to, you got to watch all of it at the same time. Right, it's so dumb. That's good. It's By the true. way. I think it, it, it does rewire your brain. Like I agree. That's that's really smart to get them off the get them off the shorts. Have them wear pants. That's right. Long have you guys seen that guy that's doing Grand Theft Auto in real life? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh my gosh! What do you you got to see it. So you know how the the camera is like. I'm I, I I'm not gonna look for it right now, but the camera is behind the character. So the character's you know walking along in front of the camera, and yeah. and you're you're behind him. Up above. So somehow they got a guy with like a, a gimbal camera 
to walk and follow this this guy who mm-hmm. is dressed like a guy in Grand Theft Auto. He's got the white beater on. Like him. And he's walked like him. And then he he jumps and does everything like he does in Grand Theft Auto. When he, like, and then when he turns to go down the subway, it's like right turn, right turn. And, but he hits into the <laughs> railing and he's like, and he jumps because he hits into the railing. You know, he's like, <laughs> and then he turns and then he, and then he bumps into someone and it's the exaggerated. Oh, it's That's hilarious. Funny. That is funny. All right, let's get going on this sucker. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Three Point Perspective, the podcast about illustration, how to do it, how to make a living at it, and how to make an impact in the world with your art. I'm Jake Parker. I'm Lee White. And I'm Will Terry. And all three of us are professional illustrators. We've all worked for all the major publishers in the business. Together, we've published somewhere around 75 children's books, and we've all taught illustration at university art programs. That is correct. Each week we come at you guys with fantastic interviews or listener questions. Uh, sometimes we agree, sometimes we argue, but each time you learn something brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. And today this is a three-point perspective hotline episode. These are questions, burning questions coming from our patrons and, uh, and uh, we're going to dig right into them. Okay. First question comes from uh, Louisa. And she I love says, her "Hi name. guys, can you say your whole name?" Louisa Lafitte. That's such I think a is cool how you, name. You, how you say it? It is a cool name. Uh, so she sends a link to her website, and she uh, she says she's working. She's uh, working. Advertising has been weak this the last few months, so I'm working on my portfolio to make it more attractive. Ironically, I've been doing that too. I've been working on she's my portfolio and, and updating it. Yeah, she is. She says, I usually have so many terrible ideas before I have how many bad ideas you have before you have something really good to show. Do you guys still work on your portfolio pieces? So Mm -hmm. I'm going to just share screen. And uh, and what do you guys think? How many bad pieces do you go through before you have something you can you can share? I wonder if she's talking about she's talking about good ideas. So her work is is amazing. Yeah. Well, I don't think English is her first language, so it's mm-hmm. it's a my interpretation of that is it's not necessarily like how many bad ideas, but it's like how many iterations in a mm-hmm. piece before it's presentable, right? Mm. Bef- before you feel like you have a portfolio piece. Man, she's got such a dialed-in style. This is yeah. really good. You know when you get to this level, it can drive you crazy. Wondering why your phone stops ringing as much, or not the phone, I guess the email. I um, bet her phone is ringing. I mean, she doesn't seem like someone. Well, she's, who's but she's to... saying that, you know, it's slowed down, right? Isn't that what she said well, in the. She said yeah. work in advertising, but I, I think all that means is that she hasn't developed. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before where you got to have probably four or five revenue streams going at the same time. Maybe, maybe she's just had this kind of one opportunity, like a bunch of advertising work over time. And if that dries up, she's kind of sitting there going, okay, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. But whatever this person wants to do, she will be very successful. Um, it is a little commercially oriented right now. And so I think she does need probably a separate portfolio for whatever that next, uh, income stream is. But Mm -hmm. anyway, we're getting off onto a different topic. I mean, she's so good. She's going to be successful, but how many bad ideas do we have before we get to a good one? A lot. I yeah. mean, I find myself, I, 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 I was in the 
stages of writing this this book that I'm writing right now. And I had, you should see how many premises I came up with for different children's books before I settled on this one. And I kept going back and forth and I'd reorder them. And it was like a six week process where I thought one was good. And then I'd come back to it and be like, oh, that's not very good. And then it would go to the bottom of the list. And then I'd be like, wait, that was pretty good. It comes back up and it was just a mess. I mean, Mm -hmm. so it always feels like a mess only in retrospect, when you're hearing an interview with somebody, do things seem inevitable and clear. Hmm. You know, yeah. Go ahead, Will. Well, you, you're talking about Jake or Lee. You're talking about like going through all these ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a really good way to do it. One of one thing that I have been doing in the last couple of years is I go through this process in my mind of like, what else? What am I missing? What else could I be working on? What project am I missing out on that I'll wish I started a year ago in a year? You know. Mm-hmm. And I and for a couple of years, I would go through that in my mind. I would I would like, and I, I don't know if it's because it's easier, but I would I would go through it, get excited about it, and then I'd break it in my mind and not do it and move on to the next thing. I didn't even have to write it down because I was I would always find a problem with it. Um, mm-hmm. and that's how that's how a lot of things have been. Um, in, in, in just trying to figure out my next moves for her, for her, I mean, like the style is dialed in. She's, she's done a lot of advertising work and what you're saying, it sounds like Lee is that maybe she branch out into another market, which would require another portfolio. I mean, sort of like if she, if she reached out to uh, uh, and and wanted to do book covers, she could almost use any piece in here and probably get work pretty quick. And she could also expand to a different market. I mean, that would be my next question is why'd the work dry up? I mean, she's really good. So what's her marketing plan? It's not necessarily change the work or even come up with another project. It's like advertised to new people. Mm-hmm. She's doing fabric prints. She's doing chocolate bar cover, like wrappers. She's doing... Uh, you know, she's got her own shop or society six shop where she's mm-hmm. got, um, uh, you know, prints and laptop sleeves and little notebooks and all that stuff. So like she is, she is, is branching out. Um, I, let's see what, how her social media game is. She's doing the posts. She's, she's. Man, she is so dialed in. It's heartbreaking that she only has two thousand followers, right? She is my new what? hero, man. She's she's amazing. So it's like, like everyone should 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 know about her. What is her? Well, maybe they, maybe they will defeat. Um, let's tell everybody to go to her Instagram and follow this person. So we let's build her up. Yeah, I think it's in it's, the show notes, but it's I think at it's, Louisa Lafitte. With if she hasn't already, it's time for her to start making the thing that she really wants to make and, and mm-hmm. sell. I mean, and she, here's the thing. She could have a killer Etsy shop, right? Um, right now she's offloading at all the society six and they take a huge cut. They take everything. Right? And, and at the end of the day you get, you know, a $50 check for selling a hundred prints or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, that's an exaggeration, but it's still, it's, it's rough. What, if you're more entrepreneurial, you can run an Etsy shop 
and and you you keep you know the, the lion's share of of the of the profit and and uh or you or you have your own online shop but then you're also shipping out orders and you're printing stuff and mm-hmm. a good chunk of your day is is going to that stuff and less to to creating um creating art but you know sometimes people enjoy that and they get a get a thrill out of it and and sometimes your shop can start making so much money that you can afford an assistant who comes in once a week and checks the orders, packs them all up and ships them out. So all you have to worry about is, you know, making sure you have enough prints ready for them to go. You have enough, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're like, you've got your uh, supply chain all figured out. So I think that's, that's an opportunity there because it can be a, um, it could be a kind of a, a revenue stream that you don't have to, actively be working on so much Mm -hmm. just takes like maybe a six month or a year of you really fine-tuning it and working on it and getting it into place um but then you can you could sort of let it go so there's that i think lee's right do the 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 book covers you know be great for that i i don't know if she has does she have a rep yeah i don't see i don't see a rep listed anywhere Man, this person's really cool. She's got a part on her website where she hmm. actually says she wants to help uh, organizations in need. I'm thinking like, uh, you know, a dog pound or or, or the, or the um, humane society or something like that. And she'll do free work if she likes the the cause. Look at this about page. Yeah, that's pretty She's cool. Like, I'm expecting uh, a photograph and a and a short paragraph and a and a link to her you know Instagram account. But she has illustrated her about page uh and it's all about she lives in brazil and it's what she's interested in and the languages that she speaks and this is it's illustrated all the way. it's like it's like a scroll de- scrolling jaw dropping i keep scrolling down oh by the way if shop. you if you guys want to see what we're looking at while we're looking at it we're on youtube at the school of visual storytelling channel yeah I know there's somebody like listening to this in their car right now and they're pulling over so they can, they can, uh, they can read it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we interview her. might be fun to, to have her on and interview her, talk to her in person. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I don't know if we sufficiently answered that question. Yeah. We're just <laughs> fawning over her work the whole time. <laughs> yeah. She just needs to get either either a better agent or the, her work in front of more eyes because there's no yeah. problem with the work there. And yeah. lastly, I'll say this. Every career has ups and downs. And, you know, you you have a, a, a certain people that you've worked with and they know what you do and you do great work. But then the market needs something a little bit different. They want to... You know, they've got their list of people they worked with and they've got to move on to other people. And so there's always this this fluctuation. You got highs and lows. And so mm-hmm. the 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 trick of the game is to find what can support you during the lows and save a little bit when it's the highs so that the lows aren't so bad as well. And uh and that's that's kind of how you, you do an art career, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Next question. Uh, Hi, guys. I want to thank you very much for offering so much support for illustrators. I learned a lot from your courses, your videos, and the podcasts, and still do. A thousand thanks for that. 
I've illustrated a few children's books so far and will be publishing my first author illustrated picture book in July. That is a huge win for you. Congratulations. Mm. Uh, Other books are already under contract. I want Anka's career (laughs) right now. Uh, My question is, what steps can you recommend for marketing my books? Okay, 